just a weekly weekly rant. I don't know why I feel like getting on uh, my podcast. I've not got on this thing in probably uh, probably five six months. Um, I, maybe I, I don't know. It's been a while since I've been on here, um, and I just feel like God is is uh, doing something in my heart. What I feel like God is saying to me right now is this: How do we ever feel alone? Like or not how? Why do we why do we feel alone? Like the word says that it's Christ in you, the hope of glory, that Jesus came and made residence in your life, like that you are a temple of the Most High God, that literally your body is the house, house for the Holy Spirit to reside in, and that the Spirit is the Spirit of Jesus. So like, how do we, how do we feel alone? Like why in, in life do we feel like we're alone and, and struggling in sometimes our mental health and struggling in like processing through loss or processing through hurt or processing through different things in life that cause us to question like like everything question like god question like what were we doing why do we feel this way like who are we in relationship with like did i really just put all my life and all my energy into this group of people or to this this uh church to this club to this team that i'm on like all this business adventure that I'm going on, that I put all my effort and, and, and intentions on these things, and like, did I put all my eggs in one basket, or like, did I did I forget about like God being my source and started working these things out through my own strength and my own initiative on trying to accomplish something or feel successful or feel like my identity is is secure in anything but Jesus, like. When I think about my life and I think about all the things I've been a part of, you know, back in the high school, um, into my early 20s, I was in a Christian rock band, and we toured throughout the Northwest of Washington, Canada, Idaho, Oregon, all those areas, and like, you know, did pretty good. We weren't like the biggest thing ever, but we had some some potential record deals on the table. Put all my effort into that, and then like, you know, I started having kids, and I started to be like, you know, I don't really like touring. I I have to be a father. And I want to love. I want my kids to have their dad around. So I decided not to do that anymore. You know, then went into just like going to church all the time, and got into ministry, youth ministry mainly. Uh, put lots of effort into that. Had like a horrible, uh, made lots of bad decisions as far as like looking at pornography and like, you know, all throughout the early days of my ministry, or in, being in ministry and like being youth pastor and. Or being in youth ministry itself, um, then like kind of being set to the side to like get myself figured out, and you know like it's just this crazy stuff that we go through in life that like sometimes self-inflicted, sometimes just circumstantial, sometimes you just you or myself we just don't know what to do, and we're like, man, God, did you like? pull the plug on me did you forget about me did am i just here by myself did like did i do something that like made you not love me no more like what's going on like i don't know i mean i'm you know you have all these we have all these emotions and feelings and thoughts and and it's a lot of times they get jumbled up and they get mixed up it's like a tornado of of emotion and feelings and 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 mindsets and culture and and like just a billion different things that go on like we start talking to ourselves and like not like like we're mentally ill but like we start like our self-talk like 
how we think of ourselves and how we we want to believe that we are in our in our life like sometimes we talk ourselves into things are really good when they're really not sometimes we talk ourselves out of that the fact that things are really bad and we're not willing to look at it and say that it's bad like or or like like i said we talk ourselves into so that, that we're doing okay we're doing good but we're really not and we're just facing these things every single day in our life and we get to places where we feel alone and we feel like what happened jesus where'd you go like the like the, the last five decisions that like the fourth after the fourth decision the fifth decision I made like I was good on the four decision but the fifth one you decided to leave me like just one more decision and I'm and you're gone like is that really our view of God do we think God is that temperamental with us do we think God is like like he's just waiting for us to screw up are we waiting for us to screw up? Are we just sitting around in our hearts and in our minds just like waiting for the next bad thing to happen? Or, or are we waiting for the next person to screw us over or, or mess up and ruin our lives? Or we've been hurt so many times that like, oh, it's, I'm bound to get hurt again and I'm bound to let this, this I'm bound to give some trust to this person or that person and then they're going to totally just like take advantage of me and, and, hurt me again like is that how we're supposed to live where we've just felt like God ignored us and like everybody's out to get us and we're paranoid living almost like I miss I you know I'm, I guess I'm processing these thoughts in my head and not that I I 100% feel all these things I just know that like those kind of things are out there and I know that in my own life like in my own walk with Jesus like, I've definitely spun out in my mental health, in my emotions, in my thoughts and feelings on certain subjects and things that are going on in my life. Like, when I moved from Washington to Texas, you know, I mean, half this, this, uh, over half this channel has been me preaching at Youth Nation and, and preaching the gospel, uh, to teenagers and, and like, man, I loved, I loved every moment of that. And I, I thought God was going to have me there for many more years, you know. And then he moves. He tells us to move to Texas. God provides an amazing way for us to get here. Gets by, literally buys us a house. Like, we don't, we didn't have to spend one dime on our house. Well, we pay taxes, but we didn't have to spend one dime buying our house. Everything was covered. Like, they, literally, they, they bought, someone bought us a house completely. And so we're like, man, I guess God wants us to move. So we, we, we bought a house in Texas. We get here, we've been here about a year and a half, and, you know, everything that we've kind of, like, tried to do or been a part of, it seemed to just kind of, like, fall, like, through our fingers, like, like, watery, like, dirt with water, and just kind of, like, flutters through your fingers, and turns into nothing, and you're just left with the remnants of, of what you had in your hands. Like, I don't know, I don't know if I'm speaking to somebody, I don't know, like, if you're, if you're feeling this like I have friends right now that like you know they're just super successful in their business and then all of a sudden it came to a halt and like they're like struggling to make their their rent each month now. you know and like they're like God like we're trying to be faithful we're trying to do what you asked us to do and we're trying to be you know good stewards of what you've given us and still be generous and still take care of people and 
still do what you what you have put in our hearts to do with ministry and stuff. But man, it's really hard to be like full on thinking about other people when you can barely take care of your own household. But they're doing it. They're being faithful, and it's amazing, you know. But I know they struggle, and it's like it's 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 definitely one of those things where you're like, is God really God? Did He really say? He was going to provide all my needs. And why are not all my needs getting provided? Did God really say he would heal the sick? Then why isn't aunt so-and-so or grandma so-and-so or grandpa so-and-so getting healed? Like, man, these are like these raw questions that like, you know, we want to have faith for things. We want to believe that God is God and he will do what he said he will do. He's not a liar. But man, sometimes it's really hard. It's really hard to believe these things sometimes but what I, mean, I guess what do you choose what do I choose you know I, I I honestly like I choose just to believe that God is good and his his will and his sovereignty are perfect that he's not trying to hurt me that he's not trying to harm me that he's not trying to teach me some big bad lesson that I'm gonna my whole life's gonna be destroyed if I don't make the right decision like I believe God wants to bless me I believe that God wants to open doors for me I believe that God wants to make me successful. But I'm not talking about finances. I'm talking about relationship, my marriage, my friendships, my business, my work. You know, all the different things that I do in life, ministry, um, everything that I do in life. Like, like you know, I'm getting opportunities right now to speak again, and I, it's been a year and a half. And it's like, <laughs> was the whole purpose of me being a Christian to speak in front of people? I don't know you know it's it's a lot of like stuff that just like piles on and and you feel like man did I did I make right decisions you look back at your life and you know you don't feel like regret you don't feel like you did a bunch of bad things but like everything you did you did with a good heart and you wanted people to be blessed and and, and you find yourself in a place where like what happened? I don't know if, if, if anybody feels that way right now that's listening to this podcast, but I know that it's easy to get in a place where your mind's in a funk and your heart's in a funk. But the beautiful thing about Jesus, Colossians 1 27, it says this mystery that's been like through the ages is Christ in you, the hope of glory. And I think just realizing that Jesus actually wants to dwell in you, in your member, in your body, in your tent, your flesh tent. He wants to live in there. He wants to be God to you. He wants to be the Lord and Savior of your life. Like, he wants to, to be your everything. Like, what if we as believers decided to actually believe what Jesus said? What if we see our circumstances and we face them head on? We're not ignoring a darn thing. We're looking at it. Like, don't turn your head from it. We're looking at it square in the face. But Jesus is living on the inside of us and looking at it with us. And I think that sometimes is what I miss. I miss the fact that, like, I, I don't see that Jesus is looking at my issue or my situation with me. I, f- I feel the weight 
of what it is. And I'm not leaning on his understanding. I'm definitely, in a lot of times, leaning on my own understanding. But the Bible says, in all your ways, trust God and lean not on your own understanding. But in all your ways, give like lean on his understanding. So, I'm not saying look at it, forget it, walk away from it. I'm saying face it, walk through it, and get over it. Get over the hump. Get over the issue. Get over the problem. Not get over it as in like just stop. Just get over it. But like over the hill. Get over it. Walk over it. Cross over it. The Bible says you'll walk through the water and you won't get rushed away. You'll walk through the flames and you won't have a, a, a ounce, a, a, a smell of smoke on you. Like you'll walk through these things. You won't be destroyed. Like how many times have you gone through like horrific things in life and you're still kicking, man? You're still breathing. You're still functioning. You still have fire in your heart. You want to do things for Jesus. You want to live a life laid down for people and laid down in God's presence. You want to give all you got. All you got, you want to give to Jesus and you want him to use your precious life in his hands and allow people to see the love of God and the, the miraculous favor on your life. Like, how is that not even possible to happen when you're laying it in his hands? Like, what? He lives in you. He lives in me. And it's like we face these things that want to tear us down and break us down and beat us up. But we have this Jesus that lives on the inside of us. And he's He's wanting to roar out of your spirit. He's wanting to roar out of your emotions. He's wanting to roar out of your mind. He wants you to, to see things through his eyes. So I just feel this different spirit on me right now that I that I haven't felt in a long time. And I've kind of looked at situations and circumstances in my own strength. And, and you know, many of us do, and it's, it's fine. And God is so merciful and graceful to push us through. I don't know. This is, I guess this is just a rant that I've just been feeling in my spirit all day today. Frustration, maybe you call it that. I don't know what it is. But, you know, I was noticing I woke up really agitated this morning. And as I've been processing and working today on my business, Holy Spirit just gripped my heart with the fact that Jesus lives in me. He lives in me. He resides in me. He didn't leave. He, didn't, he never leaves me nor forsakes me. I don't, I don't have to pray him into a room. I don't have to pray him into a situation. He's 100% always there all the time. I should never, ever, ever feel alone. And if I do... I need to reconfigure my heart, reconfigure what I'm focusing on, and say, Christ Jesus lives in me, and recognize it, and see it, and dwell on it, and meditate on it, and chew on it, and sit in it until it becomes me. Anyways, I want to bless you guys. I'm, you know, if that was too much, if that was not enough, I don't know what it was. But I know God is amazing. And I know he's doing stuff in your life. He's doing stuff in my life. And the beautiful thing about Jesus, he never quits. <laughs> oh, that was good. He never quits. Like, how many times have you given up or quit? And he just doesn't. Maybe your awareness of him not, not doing what you want him to do is overwhelming you, but he doesn't quit. He doesn't quit. He's always doing something. So I bless you. I encourage you, the Lord be with you. Father, I ask you, bless them, Lord. Let them see who you are. 
Let the people that hear this, hear my voice, hear your heart. That you're in the dirtiest of dirty situations. You're in the muddiest, the hardest, the most ridiculous situations, Lord. You're in it, you're in it Lord. I bless each person in Jesus' name.